Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real, and yet is. It's August 22nd. Let's get you up to speed. You might have been hearing a lot about the merge. No, not the purge. The merge. It's an Ethereum upgrade that's going to happen September 15th, which I think is clear on my calendar, and it's being called one of the most significant moments in the history of crypto. Overhyped much? But what is it? What's going to happen and what will this do? Mostly, it's the getting rid of of proof-of-work and transitioning to proof-of-stake. Ethereum will use a proof-of-stake consensus layer called the Beacon Chain. Still don't know what that means? Don't feel bad. It should eliminate the need for the kind of mining that hogs up energy, which has been one of the main criticisms of crypto. Proof-of-stake should mean more scalability, security, and sustainability. Personally, I believe in stake. I've seen it at Golden Corral. The merge is also supposed to speed up transactions and lower fees because of the scaling. The other thing to watch out for is whether or not this big switch makes Ethereum the big crypto dog and makes Bitcoin the whimpering puppy. Speaking of things business leaders think they should understand, but don't, what should they know about Web3? Sally Percy at Forbes is helping them out by listing a few basics to know about it, It's a decentralized version of the internet that some think will put the dominance of big tech companies in check. Businesses should know that 1. Web3 could give power to the people right on. And us people would own and control our data and say specifically who's allowed to have access to it. Today, we're helpless. 2. It might change how we communicate with each other, meaning we can chat and message without going through a third-party platform, and that means we get our, God forbid, free speech back. 3. Web3 might change the infrastructure all business runs on. That goes back to us being independent of the companies that currently control our access to goods and services. And 4. Web3 will affect a lot more than tech companies. Anyone whose business uses tracking, collecting, leveraging, or buying user data has a wake-up call coming. It'll be a whole different kind of woke. Poor Mark Zuckerberg. You don't hear that sentiment a lot, but when someone just keeps getting things wrong and having bad weeks, you really do almost start to feel sorry for them. As you know, he's all in on the metaverse. It's just that apparently his company Meta sucks at it. He showed off his Horizon Worlds avatar and it looked, well, cartoony isn't even the right word. It was truly bad and reaction across the internet was brutal. The graphics were low quality, to put it kindly. And not just the avatars, like all the graphics. Many said it was like being stuck inside a Wii game from decades ago. Well, Mark responded to the critics by saying, okay, maybe it looks like straight-up garbage, but his company can create near-realistic metaverse worlds. So what, they just don't feel like it? The company has poured $10 billion into the metaverse so far. Now, on the flip side of the coin, others are getting closer to the scary good vision of the metaverse in which we can virtually visit environments that are so photorealistic we'll almost believe we're really there. Those of us who are high will absolutely believe we're really there. And that includes seeing the photorealistic faces of our friends. We're talking realistic avatars created using face capture technology. And face capture technology is a tremendous leap up from the I got your nose game your parents played with you as a kid. 
These real-looking versions of ourselves will be shopping and trying things on, going on online job interviews, attending concerts or business conventions, you name it. Lumirhythmic is one startup using AI-driven 3D face capture technology, and they say there are times you just don't want to be represented by your cartoon self. And the problem that's prevented realistic modeling is there's a breaking point where if you don't get realistic depictions just right, it's more disconcerting to viewers than if you were a cartoon. The Aloki Project, probably pronouncing that wrong, wants to make the world a more sustainable, meaningful, and beautiful place. Weird, right? And they want to use blockchain to do it. Here's how. It starts with actual real-world land, about 350 acres of it in Costa Rica, which is a place that gets pretty high marks for sustainability. I mean, for real, 27% of its land is protected and 98% of its energy is from renewable sources. Some dudes, including a former executive of Ikea, bought this land for $30 million to create the Aloki Sanctuary. Simmer down, here's the metaverse part about this. You can play a blockchain-based game where your digital actions mirror those in the real world through NFT ownership. In this way, you can reconnect to nature and participate in real-world sustainable development. Plant a tree in the metaverse world, and it can result in a real tree being planted in the sanctuary. You can even eventually visit the plots of land you sponsor in the game. For extra realism, you can even release a swarm of mosquitoes into your house while you're in the game. We all know what the biggest problem facing the metaverse is, the threat that ABC will put some version of the view in it. But also data privacy. That's going to be an issue for quite a while. But researchers are already looking into how we can stop mega companies from tracking us in the metaverse. In fact, InputMag.com tells us a paper was just published about a tool called MetaGuard. It's not a deodorant. It would function like your web browser's incognito mode, which we all know is actually worthless, but MetaGuard would be better and really block companies from creeping on you. It's hard to do because there are so many loose threads in the protocols. And here's the other problem. The metaverse companies know the money is in the data, so they might never allow something like MetaGuard to be part of it. VRChat has already said it will ban all client mods, and then they breathed in and out like Darth Vader. It looks like the only way to get user privacy allowed is government regulation. You know, government being those people that are owned by the big tech companies. That's what we've got for you this week. Whoever you talk about the metaverse with, please tell them about this podcast. We'll be back next week. Music